Beth Finn and this is See Beth Run. In this week's episode, I celebrate my birthday, reflect on Rosh Hashanah, and recognize Labor Day. I also talk about anticipating how hard it will be to ask for money for myself, how easy it is to engage voters through texting, and getting out the vote in the rain. Here we go again. Hi, I'm Beth Finn and I'm running for Philadelphia City Council at Large. Today is Sunday, September 9th, 2018, and it's about 10 o'clock p.m. here in Philadelphia, where I am recording my reflections on week 14 running for office as a first-time candidate. Uh, so, hey, let's get started. <laughs> I, uh, I want to set a little context for this week. Uh, there, there were quite a, thing, a lot of things going on. Um, the beginning of the week was Labor Day, and so I just want to shout out to all of those um, members of unions who have fought so hard for uh, fairer pay and fairer working conditions for all of us. Uh, you know, the, the, the benefits that we have now are because of the blood, sweat, and tears of our union brothers and sisters. So uh, I am uh, very thankful for that. So. Uh, so yeah, we started with Labor Day. My birthday was also this week uh, on Wednesday, so that was a lot of fun. And um, and then this evening is the beginning, the start of Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year. Uh, so Lashana Tova out there to all of you who celebrate like I do. Um, and it is uh, the Hebrew year 5779 that is starting. Uh, so... Um, very interesting, but yeah. So, uh, so Rosh Hashanah and New Year's in general are always a time for reflection, and um, this is no different. So, um, well, it's kind of perfect that I'm reflecting now. Um, <clears throat> but let's see. Um, the other things that have been going on this week in the news and in the world um, are the the confirmation hearings for. Justice Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court have started, and um, those have been uh, <laughs> very, uh, uh, well, controversial for sure. Um, I think that, uh, well, we'll see what happens with those, but uh, so far there has been, there have been quite a lot of um, controversy about those hearings. The questioning has been intense, to say the least, and uh, it seems like the uh, Senate uh, shut down those hearings pretty quickly at the end of, uh, I think it was the second day, uh, after questioning by Senators Kamala Harris and Cory Booker, um, <clears throat> that seemed to be, uh, seemed to lead to Justice Kavanaugh contradicting things he said in the past or, you know, fi them finding evidence that he has not been truthful with, um, with our Congress. So, We'll see what happens there. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm uh, not making any predictions, but we shall see. That that will be an unfolding news story over the next couple weeks, I'm sure. Um, <clears throat> and uh, let's see. Uh, so uh, things that happened this week related to the campaign. Uh, I I was fortunate enough to be able to attend. Uh, so there's a, a councilwoman currently in Philadelphia named Cheryl Parker. She uh, represents the 9th District in Philadelphia. And uh, so I guess every year for her birthday, which is also around this time of year, she's a Virgo, she has this big birthday party. And um, and she invites, you know, all the Virgos there to celebrate with her. So that's me. I'm, I'm a Virgo. I'm not really... <laughs> 
uh, into all of that astrology stuff. But uh, but being born in September, I am a Virgo, and uh, so I got to be part of the celebrations. And um, uh, you know, it was it was a really fun event. It was a fundraiser for her, but it was a big dance party. And I think there were. I don't know, like, I think there could have been 600 people there. And um, I had heard that this was a place to see and be seen if you are involved in politics in Philadelphia. And I think what I heard was true. There were so many uh, people there, kind of a who's who of politics in Philadelphia. And it was, um, I got to meet some people that I have not yet met. And one of the things that they did during this party is people who were candidates, they, uh, you know, they announced them. And so um, I had, I went with, um, I I actually got a table at the event so that, um, um, you know, so that people could come with me and so that my name would be on the cake and things like that as a fellow Virgo. And um, so... (laughs) uh, so one of the people who went with me is a woman named Nicola Seriani, and she is running for judge in 2019 also. And so anyway, together we went and told them that we were running. And uh, so they, they announced that to everyone. They introduced us and said, you know, Beth Finn is running for Philadelphia City Council at large. Nicola Seriani is running for judge uh, next year. And uh, so that that was, well, I don't know, the first time I've ever been announced in public as a candidate. So that was definitely noteworthy. Um, but at the end, when we were leaving, uh, this uh, gentleman stopped us. Uh, his name is Bill, and he is the ward leader from the 35th Ward. And he stopped us and he said, I heard, you know, the announcements that you guys were running, and I'd really like to talk to you. And, and actually, we're having a picnic next week. Um, with, um, you know, with a couple of the other wards and we'd love for you to be there. So, uh, I think that we'll both do that. And, um, I guess that's actually also my first official invitation as a candidate to be somewhere. So, uh, really, uh, it was a really worthwhile party. I'm, I'm really glad I went. I don't really know what I was expecting from this party. Um, but, uh, but we had a really good time and, Uh, And I feel like it was really productive, too, because I did get to meet an awful lot of people that I had not met before. Um, And and it was just fun. I mean, dance parties are fun. So (laughs) they played good music. And uh, yeah, it was it was really enjoyable. Uh, Let's see. uh, The next oh, the next sort of logistical thing is that uh, Rupali has really been we've been really talking a lot about starting my call time. So call time is something that you have to do as a candidate um, because uh, it's the way that you make money when you're to, to fundraise. So, you know, you have lists of people that you know uh, or maybe that you know of that you call um, and ask if they will support your campaign. And so I've been talking uh, in the in the past episodes, I have talked quite a bit about these lists that um, that I've been making, but now it's actually time to start calling the people on the lists. So, um, and you know, it's a little more formal and a little more, um, structured than me just, you know, kind of randomly asking my friends and family as I see them. So, um, so this will be a little more formal. We're going to start that this coming week. And, um, uh, we, 
so we, you know, we made that plan uh, this week to do that. And um, so, yeah, that'll get started. I, I'm a little bit, ner- I guess I'm a little nervous about it. Um, you know, I, I don't have any trouble doing fundraising and asking for money when I'm doing it on behalf of National Brain Tumor Society, which I do quite a lot, um, you know, as the co-chair of the Race for Hope Philadelphia, um, because I'm not asking for myself. But this ask, this fundraising ask, I understand the concepts. I mean, they're similar, right? But asking for money for myself is... um, scarier (laughs) and and it's definitely harder but I think I'm gonna have to get over it because if I want to raise the money that I need to raise to run this campaign successfully I have to do it and of course I'm still gonna be starting with uh, you know friendly asks Uh, (laughs) people who are uh, already uh, prone to give me money uh, you know because they already love me and support me so so I hope that the first few calls, at least, or maybe the first few days of call time, will uh, be warm-up days, <laughs> warm-up sessions, warm-up calls, and I will uh, kind of get in the swing of it, and I'll be able to sort of fine-tune my message um, as I'm as I'm making the ask and making the calls. Um, I'm sure you guys will hear more about how that goes uh, <laughs> as time goes by, because I think it's going to become an increasingly larger and larger part of what I'm doing. And, um, and, uh, you know, that, that is some of that, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, I talked about internal facing work versus external facing work. And that's certainly, I, I mean, it kind of bridges both, but I, to me, that's really the internal facing work because you do it, you know, sitting in your office or your living room or whatever. And, um, and you're on the phone. I mean, you're talking to people, but it's not face to face. It's not in person. And, um, and you're just working through this list and making call after call. And I suspect that many of those phone calls will not be answered. <laughs> so um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And um, more to come on that. Um, and uh, I think uh, I just have a couple other things I want to talk about today. So um, first is that uh, I think I'm, I've been mentioning for the last few weeks that I've started getting involved with a group called Red to Blue, and they're doing, uh, they do a lot of things to help flip some of these seats from Red to Blue, but, but one of the main things they do is texting, and um, so I have been texting for them, and I find it really fascinating. Uh, I think it's a really excellent way to engage voters, especially younger voters who are, you know, more inclined to text rather than, you know, answer their door if somebody knocks on it or answer their phone if somebody calls them. Um, Texting, it kind of is this asynchronous communication where you can, um, you know, take your time responding. And that's actually one of the things I really like about it because it, I think I mentioned this before, it gives you the opportunity to think through your answer and really, you know, be thoughtful in your reply. Um, and I think that goes for both sides of the conversation, you know, not just my side where I'm trying to, uh, you know, get out the vote or persuade somebody to vote for a candidate or, or something like that. Uh, but but even the um, even the person you're texting, you know, the voter, they 
you know, can take time to think about what are the issues that are important to them. You know, when you knock on someone's door and you say, what are the issues that are important to you? You're kind of putting them on the spot and they may not be able to come up with an answer on the fly like that. But when you text them, they can stop and think about it and get back to you when they're ready. Um, so I think there's a lot of benefits to the texting. Um, but anyway, um, so I guess I uh, was doing pretty well with the texting, and so I'm getting I'm getting a little bit more involved with Red to Blue. I'm going to help them do some moderating with the texting. So that's you know that's helping other newer texters get on board and um, giving them feedback if they're having trouble or answering their questions um, and things like that. So I'm pretty excited. I, I had training um, for how to do that today, and I gotta say I am super impressed with the group Red to Blue. They are so well organized. They have such good documentation about their process and procedures. You know, as a project manager, I love that stuff. I love logistics and I love process. And um, boy, I never thought I'd say that. But the truth is I do. And um, and they are they they have really built up a really good body of knowledge for um, their volunteers. So um, so I'm I'm super impressed by them. And so one of the things that came out in their moderator channel that I'm now a part of is that um, that so that I uh, that I'm I'm running for office next year. And um, and so they of course uh, were very excited about it uh, because it's always exciting when kind of what you find out that one of your own is doing something like that. And I guess I'm one of their own now. I like to think of myself that way anyhow. And, um, and they instantly, you know, wanted to help when the time is right. It's not time yet, obviously, but when the time is right, they want to text for me. They, uh, you know, the ones who are local, uh, I think will come and help me knock doors and, uh, and they'll be volunteers for me too. So, um, <laughs> I feel really good about that. I think that, um, they're an incredible resource and, um, well, I'm really grateful to have stumbled on them, uh, upon them. So, um, yay, red to blue. And by the way, if you want to text, check them out. I'll put the link in the show notes, but, um, they, like I said, super organized. They make it really easy to get involved and, um, and they do things other than texting. They do postcarding, they do canvassing, they do phone banks, they, they do it all. They do it all. So if there's a way to get involved with democracy, they do it. Um, and then sort of related to that, speaking of knocking on doors, uh, I did uh, go out today and knock more doors in the rain. It was raining all day. <laughs> and, um, but democracy does not take a break for weather, and so neither do I. And, uh, so I got 106 more doors uh, today, and that puts me up to 1,031 so far. So my first goal of 1,000, I have broken it. Yay! Um, but uh, I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I had set a new goal of 1,500. I did uh, tell Governor Wolf that I was going to do that for him by November, but I'm well on my way to that. I'm at 1,031 now, so less than 500 to go, and I think that should be uh, easy to achieve between now and November 6th. Um, and, um, and actually, I... Um, uh, I, I did also find out today that I'm going to uh, be a canvas captain for Get Out the Vote weekend. So we need tons and tons of volunteers for that. That's the four days leading up to and including Election Day. So November uh, 6th, 5th, 4th, and 3rd, that's the Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Um, 
if you're thinking about getting involved for Get Out the Vote weekend, now's the time to make the arrangements you need to make, right? If you need to if you need to take off work for Monday or Tuesday, if you need to get somebody to uh, take care of your kids, arrange childcare, now's the time to start thinking about it. November 6th is not that far away. In fact, it is less than 60 days away. Uh, we're within the two-month countdown here. So um, I highly encourage you to start thinking about that now if that's something that you want to get involved with. And by the way, I hope you do because uh, getting out the vote is what's going to make... Um, make those seats flip and um pennsylvania has the potential to flip up to 11 seats i think it, it is um it's a huge number that that's fantastic right we have 18 congressional districts in pennsylvania and i think it's potential that 11 of them could could flip to blue so uh i might be wrong on that number but it's a very high number of seats and it's um and it's all because of our redrawn districts um, I talked about that in an earlier episode, but, um, yeah. So, uh, I think those are the, uh, the, my main reflections for this week. And I think, uh, well, what I'll do is I'll end with the, uh, three things that brought me joy, like I always do. And, uh, so first, uh, was Cheryl Parker's birthday party. I had so much more fun than I expected to have. And, um, it just, it was a blast. It brought me a lot of joy. So I'm really glad I decided to go um, and see and be seen, as they say. Uh, the second thing that brought me joy is, so I posted, um, so I usually post photos from when I canvass because uh, that's how I encourage other people to come with me. And, and actually, more and more people have been reaching out to say they want to come canvassing and have been coming canvassing. Uh, in fact, today I had two friends with me, um, one of my friends, Linda, who I work with, and another of my friends, Stephanie, who I know through activist circles in the city. And they both came out in this uh, torrential downpour with me. So uh, good for them. But uh, anyway, so one of the things I do, I, I, I try and take photos so I can post on social media um, about the canvassing that, that I'm doing. And so today, uh, my Instagram post, I talked about, a, you know, slogging through the rain and um, knocking on the doors. And John Fetterman, who is the lieutenant governor candidate, uh, actually replied to my Instagram post. And he said, uh, I forget exactly now, but he, uh, he said something very encouraging and, uh, and, uh, and told us to keep it up. So um, that was pretty exciting. I think he's probably the biggest name person who has replied to any of my social media posts. So, um, so that brought me some joy. And uh, the third thing was all the love that I received this week uh, related to my birthday. Uh, that's not really related to the campaign, but it certainly did bring me joy. Um, you know, social media has its drawbacks, but one of the best things about it is that, uh, especially with Facebook, is that it tells everybody that it's your birthday, and then they all uh, send you warm wishes and thoughts for that. And um, it's really nice. Uh, you get to hear from people that maybe only hear from them once a year on your birthday, but that's okay. It's nice to know that they're thinking about you for those few minutes while they're uh, typing out a birthday message. So yeah, that was the third thing that brought me joy. And I think that's it for this week. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. Uh, the weather seems to be breaking. It's not quite so hot. Uh, well, it certainly wasn't hot today in the rain. But um, hopefully we'll have a little bit more cooler fall-like weather this coming week. And so I hope you have a great one. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to See Beth Run. Special thanks to local singer-songwriter Avi Wisnia, who graciously provides the music for this podcast. I'm Beth Finn, first-time candidate for Philadelphia City Council at Large. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts. If you like what you've heard, don't forget to leave a review and check me out online at www.beth4phl.com and on social media at Beth4PHL. That's Beth number four, PHL. See you next time.